welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining me for a new video. Today, I'm joined by an Amazon KDP expert that goes by the name of Sam, and he has made over $55,000 in profit from Amazon KDP in the last two years. Today, he's going to shed some light on how you can hopefully replicate and uh, and surpass his success. Sam, what's up, man? Oh, good. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you taking time to be here. I just uh, reached out to you on Twitter. Didn't expect to even get a response. And you were like, hey, yeah, I'll jump on for a call. So um, I appreciate that. No worries. No worries at all. Yeah. So I want to know more about, uh, you know what I typically like to ask when I get started actually is let us know about your journey getting started with Amazon KDP before you became, you know, successful. What was it like getting started? Yeah. So I've been doing Amazon KDP for about two and a half years. So started in um, September 2019 while I studied at uni. Uh, classic case of being a university student, you have a lot of time and not a lot of money. So I was kind of thinking, how can I put a lot of time into something that might sort out the money problem? Um, and stumbled across KDP actually through a friend. So he was he was also doing KDP kind of a, a month or so before I started and, and just thought, yeah, I'll just give this a go. I've got nothing to lose. It doesn't cost anything to start with. So uh yeah, two and a half, two and a half years later, I'm I'm still going with it. So it's obviously gone okay. Um, and actually leaving my full-time job at the end of this month to uh to do KDP full-time. So uh yeah, very lucky. Wow, dude. So that's another little accolade then that you were able to hit those numbers really doing it part-time, you know. And I'm sure you're busy beyond just having a job. You know, you're young, man. So you you've got yeah, a social yeah. life going on too. So um that's really impressive. Yeah, so it's uh it's taken a lot of working out the balance between finding time for KDP and obviously everything else that's going on. But I think it's the sort of thing, if you just chip away at it as you go along, you'll, uh, you'll be fine in the long term. Yeah, that's a great perspective. And that's honestly like pretty much the same words I use. It's just like, yeah, yeah. just don't give up and keep chipping away. You know what I mean? Like once you kind of have the plan of like how it all works and, you know, how other people are being successful, um, you know, it's Amazon. The pie is huge. The pie is like, I have a bunch of statistics. I wish I had like, I don't know. I saw, do you know what Jungle Scout is by chance? The research tool? Yeah, I have used Jungle Scout. I don't think it's necessarily as applicable to KDP as it is um, FBA, but yeah, I'm aware of what it is. Yeah, for sure. I would, yeah, like they're probably not as nearly as good for KDP as FBA, but uh, they do like the, they do like quarterly reports and they'll come up with like really good just data on Amazon as a platform. And it's like, you know, all of the point I was trying to make was, you know, you had a friend that taught you about KDP. He didn't just try to keep it a secret for himself because yeah, like exactly. the likelihood of you guys stepping on each other's toes as KDP sellers is like almost not, it's almost non-existent, you know? Yeah. And to be fair, actually, we've got quite a good, in a way, that's quite a, a lucky thing we've had because you might see it as go doing the same, same sort of thing with your friends as, you know, you've got more competition, you'll be treading each other's toes. In reality, there's a, so much more, so much stuff on Amazon, so many niches you can go into. It's very rare you actually do trend each other's toes. Um, and we are quite careful with, with what we do. And also the thing that a lot of people don't really realize is if there's two of you doing it or even three of you, you all make different mistakes. So you can all learn from each other's mistakes really quickly. So rather than me having to make three different individual mistakes where I learn from and it sets me back, two of those mistakes have already been made by someone I know. They fed me back, basically don't do this or on the flip side, things have gone well. We kind of learn at three times the pace, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a benefit doing with other people. I think a lot of people are scared to 
to do it with other people because they're they see extra competition and they don't want people necessarily to be taking any sort of sales but in reality there's so much out there and you probably gain more from doing it with someone um than you do just going on your own so yeah definitely um that's a benefit of, of not just going on your own yeah, that's a great tip, man. And you're lucky that you've got people that you're close with that are interested in this stuff. Cause like you can imagine, man, I've told so many people about these passive income stuff that I do. And I was talking about it when I initially got started early 2017, late 2016, yeah. and nobody cared. You know what I mean? Like they, they just didn't care. And now it's like, they yeah. see me and my life and my lifestyle. Now they're like, Oh, I should have listened. You know, when are you going to teach me more? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not serious though. But, but yo, I want to know more like before we get into like giving the KDP sellers that are watching some really good tips, like just let me know what was the biggest challenge you faced initially getting started? I think it's quite a natural one. It's just generally having no idea how, how everything works and, and you've kind of got to learn from a blank slate. Yeah. You've kind of got a lot of videos on, on YouTube and you've got courses out there, but in reality, unless you, until you actually go ahead and do it yourself, you don't really realize kind of the, the barriers that there are there. So I think just having no knowledge and I kind of go in with a mindset of you kind of learn as you go along, you accept that you're going to make mistakes and you kind of just make sure you have to learn from them. But yeah, just the, the lack of knowledge is I think initially as well, because KDP definitely is a much bigger thing now than it was say two and a half years ago. It was, which has pros and cons. Obviously the pros are there's, there's less competition back then, but at the same time, there's not as many people out there to guide you. So Having looked on Twitter back then, there weren't many people who were giving tips and things like that. So that's kind of why I want to do what I'm doing on Twitter to to help people out who were in the same position as me two and a half years ago and, and have a bit of guidance. Because I think that's that was the main thing starting out was just the complete lack of, I think, general knowledge really on, on Amazon KDP. There wasn't a huge amount of people doing it and therefore spreading the same sort of knowledge. For sure, man. And uh, shout out to your uh, Twitter account, by the way. That's how we connected yeah. initially. I'm going to put a link to that at the very top of the description. So anybody that's on Twitter, uh, go give Sam a follow and uh, keep up with, you know, his stuff, his tips and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so how did you crack, you know, how did you crack the first thousand? How'd you crack 10,000? How'd you scale that? How'd you 5X 10,000 to 55, you know? Uh, give yeah, us some, so tips there and some insights. I think I was generally quite lucky because um, those who are familiar with KDP, I'm not sure if it's the same thing with FBA. I'm assuming it will be. But the Q4 period of kind of your October, November, December, are the, the period where you get massive spike in sales. And for me, starting out in October, I was, I was producing some terrible notebooks with just lined interiors and some horribly catch catchphrases on the front. It was all a bit graphic design was all over the shop. It was, they were in my opinion, terrible books, but you know, that's what I mean by the sense of you've got to just get them out to kind of learn what, what's good and what's bad. But we were very lucky in the sense that because it was in the Q4 period, you kind of got away with not so great books and still saw sales. Whereas if we'd started in say February time, the same quality of books wouldn't really have got anywhere. For sure. And that, that's where it's really easy to give up initially when you put a few months work into something and you're not seeing any, any results at all. Um, it's easy to give up, but at least in my situation, I saw a little bit of what possibly could become of it because we had the Q4 spike. At the time, I thought, oh, this is really easy. Three months in, I've made, because I made my first thousand pounds in the first three months, but obviously that includes your November and December. Yeah. Um, at the time, I thought, oh, great, this is easy. Three months, I've made a thousand pounds. I'm going to be millionaire in two in two years' time. But then yeah. the, January, the January lull hits, and then February, March, you kind of realize that, actually these three months you have been publishing in are definitely not what uh what the normality is so um yeah that was the the interesting part about kind of the first thousand pounds but then 
obviously the second thousand was a lot more difficult because you go into these lower um performing months and it takes a bit more time but um yeah that that was kind of how we started in the in the first couple of months and so that's actually a really great tip uh that i agree with wholeheartedly is like when you start any business keeping that 365 day uh, i call it like yeah. the 365 day sales cycle like if you're not in it for at least a year then don't even you know waste your time getting started because yeah a bunch of people are going to start like if you just do the math like there's a much higher likelihood of you starting any business outside of the fourth quarter. And so like people give up because they didn't like yeah, instantly exactly. get successful. It's yeah. ridiculous. I got lucky though, man. I started KDP in October of uh, 2019 yeah. and had very similar success like right yeah. away, man. Like I, I did like 3,500 profit in three months and I was like, whoa, KDP is amazing. And then it just kind of yeah. like normalized. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You see the bit of the law. But yeah, I think, it, I think it's important as well with the whole, um, being active on Twitter and the whole social media stuff, you see a lot of people who are smashing it and they have been doing it for quite a while. But if you're just starting out and you're seeing all these numbers, you're wondering why you're not getting them and you just assume that oh, I must be doing it wrong and then people quit. But you've got to give it, you've got to give it the full, the full year, go through all the cycles of the 365 days, the the peaks and the troughs of the seasonality and things like that. And and um, then you can really assess yourself and, and see if it's worth pursuing. But from my experience, if you do give it a genuine year of, of putting the hours in and, and working hard and, and doing it properly, um, then you definitely will see results of it. Yeah, it's a great tip. And um, for everybody watching that maybe is interested in KDP, I know a lot of people that subscribe to my channel have heard of it. And uh, man, we get excited about just all the ways that you can make money online. So I'm sure people probably have it on the to-do list of like KDP, do KDP at some point, but they haven't started. Like for anybody that's looking to get started, like do you mind sharing with them uh I guess number one, I know a lot of people ask about opening an account. So, I, I mean, if you want to shed light on what it takes to open an, a KDP account, I know that there's, that's probably a question that you would get otherwise. And by the way, guys, feel free to hit us up in the comments with uh, questions or feedback. I was even, Sam was saying that he might be open to like coming back in the future for a longer video. So if that's something you guys are interested in, let us know. But can you let us know about opening an account? And then once you're in KDP, like maybe what type of book you would launch as your first book? Yeah, so ironically, the actual opening the account was was quite difficult. It's um, you just literally just type in uh, Amazon KDP and there's a there's a link at the top. You just follow that in. It's relatively straightforward, but there is a point where you have to fill in some sort of tax information, and that that can be quite confusing and was definitely a stumbling block for me. I kind of thought. So where are you at? Where do you live? I think that may have something to do with it. Yeah, so I'm based in the UK. Um, okay. I'm in the Midlands in the UK. Um, so I think if you're in the US, it's much easier because it's a, obviously a US platform. Uh, you just have to provide your generic US stuff. But it's um, it's something like a TIN number uh, that I've never heard of. I think in the UK, that basically means it's your, um, your what's it called? Your... Um, like your tax ID number, your social, yeah, security. Oh, yeah. it's social security here. I don't know which your government ID to yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we look at each other. We see humans. The government sees us as tax cattle with a ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it's, um, it will come to be actually, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's a number you get on all your, all your pay tips and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you just put that in then, and then it's set up and it's once you've got that, it's quite easy, but it doesn't tell you anywhere online that that's the number you need to put. Oh, your national insurance number. That's it. Gotcha. Um, so in the UK, it's your national insurance number. Um, but on obviously in, in America, you don't get told that it's your TIN number. Um, so in terms of that, that's that's the major sticking point when opening an account. Aside from that, it's relatively straightforward. And then in and terms no application, I just want to sorry to cut you off, but it's like we all we do a lot of like merch by Amazon, and there's like a yeah. long waiting process, and you may get in, you may not. With KDP, it's pretty much like if I remember correctly, 
uh, you just kind of do, you hit next, provide the information and then yeah. you're kind of in, right? Yeah. So I've done, I haven't tried it two and a half years on, but I'm assuming right. it's the same sort of thing. There's, there's very little barriers. It's just that it is, it is quite a complicated process. And I do get quite a few messages on Twitter of people saying, what to do at this point and it's always the same point of the national insurance number bit so um, okay yeah that's the bit and then the second part of your question what i do to start with i touched on earlier with the whole idea of just getting familiar with the whole process of uploading and, and how the whole kdp thing works the best bet i think is to start with just lined line notebooks so you can go online and there's loads of different places you can go to um, i if people message me on twitter i give them a free template of a, an a4 um, interior that i've got from a website called Tangent Templates, which just gives you a downloadable um, A4 lined interior. You do have to pay for that, which is why I kind of give it to people for free if they just drop me a message. Um, but there's loads of, there's free software. I think BookBolt, they can get free templates from. Um, so there's loads of stuff online. But yeah, I definitely recommend starting with those interiors and then just make creative, funny covers or don't necessarily have to be funny, but some sort of pun that you can see um, someone buying for a family member for Christmas or for, for a birthday. I'm just sticking to simple journals where the keywords are relatively straightforward. It's, it's just generic um, journal keywords and some sort of topic before going really in depth into the, the stuff that can make a lot more money, but it's just a bit more confusing and definitely worth getting to grips with the KDP system, doing simple things initially than going straight into the complicated stuff. Yeah, I, I think um, based on my experience with KDP, like I would agree with that uh, approach, like keep it simple initially yeah. for sure, because you can go you can go, you know, as deep as you want to with creating your own like interiors and get, you can get wild, yeah. man. You, but like initially, you know, there's free pre-made interiors out there, tangent templates. I use them. Yeah. I use BookBolt. Yeah. BookBolt has a, a decent library of free interiors. They just do a really it good job of hiding them. Yeah, you know? it does. Uh, I think the key thing with that when you start off with is, is to A, accept that the books you produce are going to be pretty bad. They're not going to be great. Same with anything you start when you're fresh. The first thing you always do is, is rubbish. You look back at it in a few years and think, God, how on earth do I think that was going to sell? But just put them to one side, get 10 to 20 books out and you'll find your 20th book will be significantly better than your first. Just keep churning them out and then kind of assess where your sales are at. You'll probably find that there are one or two that are making you sales and you can kind of look into there and think what's specific about those books that the other books don't have and then kind of hone in on that and then gradually you become more familiar with what sells on Amazon uh, efficient ways of, of doing the whole business. So um, yeah, just starting with, with line journals is, is definitely a good place to start. And then once you've got a, a fair amount of, of income from that. So I think I stuck with line journals for the first nine months. Didn't I think I made 1,500-ish in total before I started branching out into, into higher content stuff. So there's definitely no rush to jump into the complicated stuff. Just keep it simple, get to know the basics and the how the whole business model works and then you can kind of jump out and, and go for more complicated stuff. Yeah, that's great advice, man. And um, I know you have to go kind of soon, but I wanted to ask yeah. you before you leave, man, like, are you using ads? Like if you're using ads, like to what extent do you mind sharing? We don't need like an in-depth ad strategy. Cause like, yeah. you know, if you want to come back later maybe share that, if everybody yeah. wants you to come back, let us know in the comments, but what's up with the ads? So yeah, ads are, I think ads are one of those things where people rush into wanting to do ads they ads obviously are very important to uh, a kdp seller's account but they're not they're not the be all and end all especially at the start when you're advertising for line journals which which necessarily aren't that expensive they might be a bit cheaper and when you're naturally selling a cheaper product your your margins for your ad spend is is much lower in terms of it being profitable because you have you get less back from 
the amount you put into your ads. But um, for me, yeah, ads are a really important part. And again, that's a that's a whole other rabbit hole we can go down for for quite a long time, how to run the whole Amazon ad stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely when you're venturing into higher content stuff, ads are definitely worth putting putting out there because they kind of give the book the opportunity to really kind of get the ball rolling on, on the sales numbers and, and just give it that extra push. Whereas I think initially I really wouldn't worry too much about ads, just focus on on getting your books out, learning how the whole process works, getting to know and become familiar with Amazon and then focus on ads ads later on. But uh, yeah, definitely when you do get into the high content stuff, ads is ads is really good because there's lots of different ways you can you can do ads. I mean I've got my own kind of way that I run my ads and I know loads of other people have got their own ways and it's a uh, there's loads of value you can get out of it. Um, but I definitely wouldn't say it's if, if you don't have access to ads or necessarily have the budget for ads, it's absolutely fine. You can definitely get a lot of growth uh, organically, but it's just giving that book your extra push um, when you think you can scale it and, and when you have the money to reinvest from the business back into ads, it's, it's definitely worth doing. Yeah, I, I agree with you a lot. Pretty much all the advice you've shared, man, it's been really insightful, man. I, you, you were saying you, you might get on YouTube. Man. I think you should start a YouTube channel for sure. Yeah, do, like, let me know. I'll put I'll drop the link in the, the description of this video, too, if you ever uh, start your channel in the future. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It. It's uh, yeah, a bit further down the line. We're just we focus on the on the Twitter and the actual Amazon for now. But yeah, definitely, definitely on the radar. Um, yeah. Um, as far as ads too, I was going to say, like one thing that KDP doesn't let you do that like if you're selling t-shirts through the merch by amazon program you can do is like you can um in merch like you can copy paste like a thousand asins at a time and just like launch an auto campaign yeah so like you can get like a baseline minimalist ad running for like super cheap bids but with kdp like you can't do that but i've been looking into I think there may be a software tool, at least one out there that um, kind of solves that problem for KDP ads. But I, it's like, as soon as I know about it, I'm going to talk about it on my channel. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I'm happy to stay on for a little bit longer and go into a little bit more depth if you want to. I mean, I, I don't necessarily have to. If you have any tips, man, like that you want to share, I'm all ears because that would be, that would be <laughs> yeah. help, help me out a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think initially with ads, it's um, very easy to overcomplicate. There's so much you can go down into. But one thing I always say to people who, who want to know about just starting off is is just auto ads so essentially what auto ads will do is you'll just put your if i set up an auto ad for one of my books what will generally happen is i have to set a kind of a default bid so for those who don't know how the whole bidding process works basically you you set a default bid of say 20 pence and then if your bid is is higher than someone else's bid you win the advertising space at the top of amazon or somewhere on the on the amazon page in a very whistle-stop explanation of what a bid is. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of an auto ad, you can just set your bid at a, a very low a very low number, something like 20p is, is is quite low. And generally what that will do is it, it won't win a huge amount of bids for you, but it will keep your spend low and it will still win the occasional bid. And then you kind of get to know what search terms are coming up for your book, which ones people are clicking on, and then you can then go into negative kind of keywords with that. So you can do... Keyword ads, product ads, um, and category ads. But I think initially just starting out, just an auto kind of does everything for you. You set your default bid and you can just forget about your book. Um, give it a month or so because um, the auto ads get kind of clever over time. They learn what works and what doesn't. And then come back to it and then assess from there um, how you can kind of optimize your ad strategy. But an auto ad, yeah, definitely is, is a great way to start. But yeah, like I say, there's, there's a... A big rabbit hole we could go down uh, into with Amazon ads, and there's yeah definitely a lot of value in them. Yeah, it's the auto campaigns, man. They're underutilized by a lot of sellers because initially it 
is kind of painful that to watch Amazon like waste your money on the keywords that maybe aren't as relevant. But like, you know, keep in mind, like Amazon wants to serve they, they care most about the end user experience, right? Like the customers yeah, of course. and they're not trying to put like irrelevant ads in front of, uh, in front of people. So like when they're yeah. showing your ads on keywords and it's not working, well, yeah, like they're not gonna, they're gonna scale that back. And like you were mentioning yeah. too, uh, grabbing some keywords that aren't performing well and adding them to a negative keyword list so that you're not, you know, it doesn't have the chance to waste your money on them anymore. And then grabbing the ones that perform well and moving them from an auto campaign to a manual is, uh, yeah, so that, that's kind of the, the more detailed start of, of Amazon ad strategy. But yeah, the one thing that's worth noting is actually the the keywords that your auto ad will will test for, the keywords you put in your, your seven keyword boxes when you upload on Amazon. So if you've got irrelevant keywords, if you've got a, a notebook about, I don't know, um, patriotism or something like that, if you have keywords about football or sports or something like that that have absolutely no relevance to your patriotic book, it's going to be shown for people who type in sports phrases and they're just not interested in your books. You will just be wasting, um, wasting money. So big tip is to, is to get, get your seven keyword boxes correct and all relevant to your book before you go into an auto ad. Uh, and then hopefully the money that you do spend will be spent on, on relevant, relevant keywords to the book. For sure, man. Yeah. And, uh, so the t-shirt sellers watching, like we don't get the ability to do the, the backend keywords that Sam's referring oh, to. Know. No, no, they keep it like super simple. You get a brand, a title, two bullet points and the description that I don't think you even get indexed on those keywords. So it's really just like brand title, two okay. bullet points. So it's, it's, a, it's a simpler, but much faster upload process for, uh, yeah. for Amazon merch. But, yeah. um, Hey man, so I, we can get you out of here on time. If you, you know, if you have anything else you want to share, but I, I, before, you know, I just want to say thanks for being here, man. Cause we got, we, I was late when we started the interview and then you got a hard out in you know, five minutes or something, but thanks yeah. for being here, man. No, no problem at all. I mean, I'm happy to stay on for another 10, 10 or so if, if need to be. There's no, um, I can I can hold off for a bit if you want. No, I mean, if you have any other tips that you'd like to share. Also, I like the idea of teasing a next interview too, <laughs> where we can like go into the weeds because yeah, like I, trust me, while you're speaking, I'm like, oh man, I want to ask you about like pricing strategies and I want to yeah. know more about like niches. And when you say high content, like, you know, all those things. So I don't know if you want to go down those rabbit holes now or save it for, you know, part two. Yeah, let's uh, let's save that for for a part two, and uh, we can go into a bit more detail in terms of any other specific tips. I think in terms of just baseline, obviously, without going into too much depth, it's just patience is a massive thing in in KDP as well. I think a lot of people see results from people online and wonder why they're not getting it. Just be patient with it. Maybe before you start publishing any books, just spend ten hours, twenty hours watching KDP videos, just understanding what people are doing. You'd much rather upload 20 books kind of a few weeks later and actually know what you're doing with those 20 books than just go straight into it and have absolutely no idea what you're doing and, and just learn much slower. So don't don't be afraid to, to just be patient, start slow, educate yourself before you go into into any of it because you can you can waste a lot of time. Kind of that's what I did and I kind of wish I'd given it a bit more um attention at the start. So yeah, you can definitely fast track by uh just educating yourself first a bit of how, how the whole thing works. And then, and then yeah, go straight into it. Yeah, man, the KDP reach is massive. I don't remember off the top of my head how many international markets when we push a book that it goes to, but isn't it like 10 international markets? Yeah, it, it, it's something like 10. And then you can tick a, a box called expanded distribution, which to be fair, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but from what I've got, it basically means other third party sellers can, can sell your book elsewhere. You, you get a slightly yeah. smaller margin. Less, you sell it, yeah. But then, 
it the reach is, is massive and you'll be surprised at the sort of books you do sell i've i've sold some terrible books in my time but there's there are so many people out there so many people on amazon the chances are someone will buy your book if it's as long as it's not absolutely terrible you, you'll be surprised how many people are so there's there's so much potential with, with kdp yeah, man. Great advice. And, uh, you know, I'll wrap up by just saying like my two most popular books were pretty generic, pretty like it's more more or less one of those things. I didn't e- I didn't even use ads to rank them, but they just caught on. They ranked really well, like they performed well. You know, what I mean, click through rates were good. Conversion rates were good. Amazon rewarded me with good organic placement on yeah. um, valuable keywords. It's the same. You know, what I mean, we it's the same strategy for yeah. FBA, same for yeah, merch, yeah. same for KDP. So. You know. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I'm, I'm really not that well versed in the whole merch and, and FBA stuff. But yeah, for, in terms of KDP, it sounds exactly the same. It's just very important to get your organic sales, get your rankings. But like I said, that's a that's another topic for, for another discussion, all that stuff. Part two. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Hey, Sam, thank you for being here. Give him a follow on Twitter and uh, let us know in the comments below. Should we bring Sam back for an in-depth part two? Also, this is a great time in the comments to give us your questions and then we will make part two happen sometime in the uh, in the future. But Sam, thank you for being here, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries at all. Thanks very much for having me.